aired Mork, which was already in syndication, ah. that Mork had, and they had a new ending saying, oh, I, I'm going to Denver, Colorado, okay. It's our setup. Yeah. The year of the current year, all right. And so the series was launched. Yeah. We need that backstory. Oh, how many series, like, so Love American Style had Love and the Happy Days with uh, Richie Cunningham. And Marshall made it into Happy Days. And there was Laverne and Shirley, and there was Mork and Mindy. Right. Mork and Min, oh. uh, Mork, uh, Laverne and Shirley's the big one. Yeah. And I think that Lenny and Squiggy had a two-second thing. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but it didn't. It's like, oops, all crunch berries. Nothing but Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> oh, man, he's hitting the bottle hard. You know what's funny about him? He asked for a divorce from his second wife after 36 hours. <laughs> what did you go with years? Like, I made a mistake. 36 hours, Jesus Christ. I guess he gave it a day's worth, and then he slept on it. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Fuck this. Now, listen, John Biner uh, did have, okay, he was in the soap TV series as like a detective, so he knew. Um, uh, yeah, from that. But this is most interesting to our show. He was the judge in RoboDoc. Yes, RoboDoc. National Lampoon's RoboDoc, which we watched. Right. Which I enjoyed because I had to watch it. If I saw it like on my own, I would have flipped the channel. Yeah, I think that one was like the most political National Lampoon movie I've seen with his, mm-hmm. his satire of the medical field. I think so i think that was a uh, data from next generation uh yeah and and a lot of it was about lawyers wait the look at these bad news bears was very i mean you knew it was very silly the movie they weren't saying like medical billing is killing our industry it was really no, yeah i know and they had something to say so that's why i feel like it's the most political i don't think anyone else had anything to say other than add some extra scenes of girls topless Right, and one of those girls was the wife of David Fastino. Yeah, uh, she she wasn't topless in that scene. Let's give her some credit. No, she was a nurse in that, and she didn't ever get topless. No. Ooh. So He's got his own baseball cap. Like, so you're a baseball loser, huh? I'm gonna give you. Some... He's like, do you like baseball? Well, if you like peanuts, popcorn, and hot dogs, you do. Munchie, where do you get your fucking clothing? Uh, gotta go. Now, but yeah, how come you only talk to me from a garbage can or like a yeah when nobody's dumpster? I'm keeping a low profile. Now, Shelby Carlisle will now witness the creature, and this will start a big act two. He's in a fucking garbage can again. Yeah. What? Look at him. I'm acting. Oh, he acting. shakes his head, clears, rubs his eyes. I'm an actor. I'm going to act. Give him some credit. This was shot, wasn't shot back to back, you know. He must have shot this in one day. <laughs> Listen, I give this guy his props and that he, look how he's tiptoeing now. He's doing his job. You want a comedic, funny, th- you know, whoa! whoa. I mean, you these Jack Ritter pratfalls, the whole Jack Ritter. He is Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper. Jack, oh, I, did I combine? It was it John? Oh, you said Jack Ripper. Yeah, John 
Ritter and Jack Tripper. Tripper. Oh yes, I realize it was that so close. Yeah, Jack Ripper. Rip, okay, never mind. I'm not even trying anymore. So he does his job as a comedic actor, right? Is it funny? Right. Kind of. Like right now, he's going to end up, you know, headfirst down in that sack of uh, laundry. You know, he's going to do his pratfalls and jokes. Oh, no, I, hope, he I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't hurt the puppeteer inside. <laughs> Toby, at, are you in there? Sesame Street needs you. It's a laundry basket full of absolutely clean laundry. Fair fucking. <laughs> and how big is that? Like, how many fucking students are in there that they need, like, a giant fucking bit of puppeteer oh, well, basket? Towels. Maybe it was the distribution of clean towels that Oh, looked. that's disgusting. In a big fucking <laughs> garbage can? <laughs> Okay, good hustle, good hustle, good hustle. Now he's like, you guys have to start, stop sucking out there. And they're like, but dad, it's, it's, we're winning, you know, whatever to whatever. And she goes, that, you call that winning? Just because you're winning, you think you're winning? Now, Kronos, can you answer a question for me, Kronos? Is this still the same day or has time elapsed? It's the same day, same suit, right? Uh, they will actually, they will wear the same stuff the whole movie, even though it's absolutely not the same. Is it the it's the same day? fucking suit. It can't be because they had baseball practice and he went home and he spent he slept the night. No, it's not the same day, but they will wear the same stuff. Yeah, because he has the same colored shirt, same tie, same like kind of big boy jacket. And I think you pointed it out in an early family film that we did. And even in Meeksville Ghost, that that's the oh. way uh, you do it for kids movies. Yeah, it's a shorthand. You know, it's like sketch comedy. You dress up as a doctor and you have a doctor set and then the stars and you go, oh, they're in a doctor's office. Right. You know, it's it's just kind of kabuki clothing. But he could at least shave the mustache. So he's saying that kid, Chris, is a problem. No, it wasn't Chris. It's somebody else. That kid is a problem. It's oh yeah, it's the love interest uh, rival. And he goes, uh, I want you to hit him with the ball. Take him out of the game. And he's like, Jesus Christ, Dad, you're evil. He goes, son, in this world, you know, you are going to be evil too. All right, Dad. All right. He's going to so, hit the ball right at the pitcher and take him out. Whoa. California. Look at this umpire. I was in a Roger Corbin movie. It was called Bunchy Strikes Back. Check out my sizzle reel. Well, the thing is that I I uh, I didn't look him up, and I Why bet you got some. Oh, whoa! I the kidnards. Oh, he's down. Uh, all that for nothing. Yep. Uh, I'll never regret this moment. Act, sigh, <laughs> act, <laughs> and roll him. Use your shoulders. Back. Use your shoulders to express disappointment. Uh, so of course Shelby is like, let's not make a federal case out of this. Like, who cares? A kid got hurt. Man, this is you know I, the director does okay. Look at this. They got everyone on the same screen. They got the blue sky. I think he's an okay director. Absolutely does okay. This guy is a competent, competent guy. He can't be held responsible for the script or the. He can be held responsible for Roger Corman though. He sought, this director sought out Roger Corman, who was an idol. He like left right. a successful business in 1980 and just ended up on that guy's doorstep. And 
you know, he's a 20 year veteran now of these Hollywood, what, exploitation films, 150 films he made. No kidding. A lot of them, Roger Corman, like so many of them. Uh, Big Mama 2 uh, with Angie Big- Dickinson, uh, not of this earth with Tracy Lords. Yeah, I remember that movie. I worked in a video store in the 80s. I totally remember that post. Right. Uh, the Return of the Swamp Thing with Heather Locklear. That was 89. Wow. That would have been in your video shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's like, I think that's on Amazon. What a strange title for a sequel, Return of the Swamp Thing. It's so retro and also so, like, foreign because you need to say Swamp Thing up front, right? It's right. sequel, it's movie sequel two. And then Return of, like, you never really see, like, I guess, uh, what's oh. Return of the Jedi, I guess? No, Return of is a... It's barely used now. Okay, it's, so it's... Munchie Magic is making him be a great pitcher, and it's really just cheating, cheating, cheating. Yeah, I know. It's also weird. No one's like... It, um, Hard Bounty with Kelly LeBrock, so he's... He does That's a good. stupid film with some sexy, sexy woman. Give me Leslie Ed Downs. I got you, Kelly Brock. Okay, I wrote a script. Let's do it. Body Chemistry 4 with Morgan Fairchild. Ooh, he's got all the ladies. Yeah. That's a lot of body chemistry to make four movies worth. Yeah. Body chemistry was stupid fucking Oh, I did, your, I did your exploding meth lab joke. Oh, you did? How'd yeah, it go? I a big laugh. Uh, remind the audience of the joke, your joke. Oh, uh, well, um, it was like like a, a man and a woman maybe have chemistry together. And you said, yeah, we have the chemistry of an exploding meth lab. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I, I did this bit about like a girlfriend who's into horoscopes and how it isn't realistic. And I did a thing. And, you know, but baby, we have chemistry, like, at the way in. She's breaking up with me because the horoscope told her, you know. And that was, and then I, your, your punch was the end of the bit because it was funny. It was oh, that's cool. Part. I love it. Uh-oh. So, all right. So this kid's going to, like, aim for the Nards or something? Or, like, he's conflicted? Should I? Well, he's got munchy magic, so our hero, Chris, will get a uh, home run. Time out! I'm out. I'm doing the d- this is a T. It says for timeout. Yeah. Huh. Man, this kid, regular Bud Abbott. Walk him, walk him. So look, he goes to throw him a ball. Strike one. I'm that trying to walk, walk. You, All this Coke product, Coca Cola. They were drinking Munchy Coke before. Munchy always says. Say the magic word, which means you're supposed to say a magic word, but then he says the magic word. I feel ripped off by him. Yeah, a lot of, I don't know. I would remake this movie. What? Yeah. You know, you remember Superman in 80. I'm sure that was, you know, sort of came from that. Oh, maybe he's like, Corman, do you have any footage of someone circling the earth? Uh, let me check. Yep. Yep, I do. Yep. It right. is. Yay! I'm the big winner. I've never felt success before. Thank you, Munchie. But he didn't he, earn success. He didn't earn it. He just he got it. given. Yeah. But still, he feels the... 
It's so funny, this wish fulfillment movies. I'm very disappointed, son. Oh, screw you, Dad. Now, because it's a movie, here comes the ball, and it's going to bonk him on the head, and it doesn't kill him. Oh! No, that's that's not Munchie's way. But he does fall back. He's a good pratfaller. He is like a check tripper. He does his part. He really does his part. Yay, I'm a winner. Thanks to cheating. Yeah. And and coach the they the coach is wearing the same outfit always, but he also has in his hand the soda. Fighter's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna keep oh, uh this is another day, so you shouldn't be holding yeah, I think I am gonna hold it. <laughs> hi, I'm Sally, the continuity person. Oh hi Sally. Yeah, yes, so. soda. You see, logically, it wouldn't make sense to do. Well, I think I'm going to hold it. Uh, yeah, all right, thanks. Yeah, I'm going to hold it. 15 years now doing this, I think I know that I should hold it. Ooh, ooh, the continuity girl's here. What's the matter? Well, director, Viner uh, won't, won't let go of the soda. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing your job. <laughs> yeah. We're going to let this one slide. We'll put an asterisk <laughs> in the credit. Okay, so as you know, Leslie Ann Down lost her job, right? And she, she doesn't tell the boy because she wants to protect him. Now, the boy came home from his baseball game, and she's like, how was your game, Chris? The thing is, <laughs> she doesn't go to her kid's baseball game? Oh, yeah, right. So wait a minute. Did someone give him a ride home, or did he just walk home? I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, she's in the baseball mom. practice, oh, in the – yes – in the baseball practice, uh, she picked him up in the station wagon. So that would imply it requires a ride home. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, do you remember those phones with the rotary built into the headset? Yes, that's right. It was a transition phone <laughs> for the older yeah. phone. Uh-huh. You still, like, if you had to call an emergency, you had nine. <laughs> and then you're like, one, one, quick. Yes. <laughs> right. You got to make up time for that nine. Okay, I'm stealing that. All right, <laughs> Carl, Jesus Christ. Right. One, one. Will Three, you do one. that joke if you're first? That, that would make me, if you go first, can you do that joke? Mike, you have supplied me with so many open mic jokes. I I tell you, I mean, <laughs> you saw, remember that one time I did that thing, all the writing credit uh, Mike Spiegelman. I, yeah. I could do four of those videos. God, there's a video of the audience going, Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've seen. Now, you know, I told a horrible joke in that segment, so I can never see the light of day again. And uh, I can't really edit it out because it's in the middle, you know, but that I'll you're exactly you. right. By the end of the set, people were like, my credit, my writing. Yeah, credit. right. You kept tagging every joke with, that joke was written by Mike Spiegelman. Yeah. And at the end of the set, people were like, Mike, Sp they're, they're completely tag. I don't know, if Carl, find your voice. Do, what you, do what's good for you. Like, if you want to do my voice. No, yeah, right. I said I have a staff of writers, and his name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, look, you saw that video. It worked. I mean, you were blinded by the bad joke. But other than that bad joke, they they liked your joke. Okay, this is going on a prom? Yeah, it's, it's just the dance. So, as you know, our love interest rival got hurt by Carlisle's son with the baseball. 
So therefore, he cannot take our love interest to the dance. So it's like, his loss is our gain. And now, uh, look, he turns mm -hmm. the dance. Right. Now, it's not the prom, but they're treating it like the prom to impress Jessica. Weird. You know, you are absolutely right. That The rival should have been the son of the uh, adult rival. Doesn't that make perfect sense for the it plot? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. And also, Whoa, we, don't, we don't get Carlisle versus the mom anymore. He came on to her. She refused. He fired her. And that little subplot's over. It was just setting up our situation. I had never seen Munchie as a human before, and I've seen three Munchies movies so far. Well, you're right that the guy talking, who's the chauffeur, has Howard Hess, Howard Ness, Hessman's voice. It is Munchie. Oh, but it's not it's not Hessman the actor, but it's Hessman the voice. No, what do you mean? Is the chauffeur Hessman? Like, is he uh, is he played by? No, he's not. That would have been better, right? Actually, yeah. you mentioned it. That would have been perfect. Listen, Howard Hesman probably was in a studio for two days and maybe showed up for pickup. Right. Probably he just, yeah. So now it's like, oh, I'm impressed. Now she's impressed until he goes to the, the dance and starts telling everyone about his great baseball story. And he becomes a drag. And so he's going to learn the life lesson that, you know, don't be a snotty asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of it's earned. Right? He didn't win shit. It was he had Munchie do all the bullshit. That's right. And he acts like, you know. Did it. God, it's so creepy. What a What's weird creepy? town allows kids. It's just uh honey, we're gonna go to the dance. Okay, do you need a chaperone? Nah. I've well, I've got my driver. But they're at an age in which I mean, they're not like 16-year-olds who would be kissing and stuff. They're just like 12-year-olds. Look at it. That's pretty. Yeah. He, he did the filter. Yeah. He, he loves the filter. Oh, car phone, Carl. That's called a car phone. Oh, I've heard of that. Police have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rich people have it. They have, they have a car fax because you need the fax in your uh, car. Mm -hmm. That's right. If there's a business transaction coming, fax it to me then. What's his name? Gecko. Gecko had his brick. Yeah, go to Gecko. Oh, my my favorite is uh the player. He mm -hmm. has a Carfax and a message is coming. He's like, I know you killed him. Right? He's like, what? What's the fact? I, I love like, facts. I interrupt. This is yeah. the same band that was with Munchie in the beginning. So I guess they're local. Well, no, wait a minute. So a school blew up, and then they're just not even talking about like what happened. No, they're at another school, but they're the same band. Why do you, uh, good girls like bad boys? <laughs> I always think of Valley Girl when they yeah. have, Johnny, are you queer, boy? <laughs> at the prom. Now, this band was like, I don't know, the internet was like, and the band this, and the band that, and... This, the lead singer of the band had a long career in like doing music in TV and movies and stuff. I don't know. They love them. Okay. They think the movie thinks that they're a big deal. Well, I, I hate to interrupt, but for punch, would you like green or red? <laughs> I would like the red punch, please. That has the, yeah. What's in the green? I wonder what a green tastes like. Well, it, it looks like jello. No, it doesn't. It's too liquidy. 
Yeah. It probably is that algae that remember that was popular for a while. It was like a pyramid oh, scheme. Yeah. Superfood. Maybe Super it's food. like mint, like kid creme de mint. <laughs> yeah, that would be better. That would be good <laughs> with a little chocolate. Yeah, right, right, right. So he's boring with his boring stories. You're boring me. Well, it's bragging. He's doing lots of bragging. He goes, that's the seventh time you told that story. People like when I tell how I won. Would you like to dance? <laughs> and he's being a real snob. Now, Munchie's going to give him the power to read minds. And uh -huh. everyone he encounters is going to be like, You're a loser. You're a fucking, yeah, dick. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, man, I would not want that ability. I'll walk down the street out here. Loser. There goes that loser. <laughs> but he learns a life lesson from it. I should just be myself. Yeah, that's a pretty good person to be, you know. Munchie with. <laughs> None of it's earned. None of it's earned. I'm surprised like no one has died in this movie. Yeah, anything you want. You want to play Death Race 2000? I want you to kill the, my teacher. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> now, you remember what a piece of shit House 4 was? How it was like as a script, they did every like ghost yeah, yeah, scary yeah. movie shtick that none of them were related. Well, the same guy who wrote that wrote this. Really? What a yeah. small world. Yeah. In Hollywood, I guess. Well, this, um, this movie makes more sense. I mean, House 4 was all over the place. This movie makes more sense. That's right. It's true. Now, how do you think they'd make Munchie? Is this stop? Is this like California Raisin animation? Or like, is this like puppetry? I guess it's got to be puppetry. You see how the head shakes and the hand squeezes? It's puppetry. And yeah, it's but look terrible. at his lips. What about him? I feel like it's animation, like stop motion. I think the internet would have told me that this is a puppet. I mean, the internet refers to it as a puppet. Yeah. Uh, I kind of dig. If you look, it's like claymation would have a. Okay, it's the sense of a puppet in that you see the hand just twists for no fucking reason. It's not gesturing what he says or anything. Right, right. Animation, they would have been able to think it out and storyboard it. Here's just some dick puppet guy going. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, I think there's like at least two dick puppet guys. Yes, one's probably squeezing a suction ball so that the hands close. Um, he's the joke here is um that the Twinkie hasn't expired. Okay, so we first get to see, he goes, hey, the lo lo rival love interest will be back next game. And he goes, I don't know, we did it pretty well without him. And then the, you hear the coach think, God, what a jerk, what a thing to say. It's gonna happen over and over. He has a Coke problem. Yeah, he's got the same bottle of Coke. Now he is wearing a different outfit, but the scene calls for that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good, I appreciate that. So this is the third, like, so there's a Coke, a, a bottle Coke dispensary in the locker room, which, as yeah. you know, every junior high had. Right. Uh, at least well, in the they 80s. had it. Like, Did your school have, like, a vending machine? Actually, no. And when my kids went to school, I went in there and saw, like, Coke vending machines. I was like, what is this fucking bullshit? You can buy M&M's candy here? This is, come on. That's it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, money, it was, money, it was, money, 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 money. Just don't make the money. Just be a school. Just don't well, make extra money. There was a Simpsons episode where they introduced a vending machine and Bart got so fat he had a heart attack. 
But it was like the school put it in there because the school makes money off of it. Why can't we have a show in which Bart's the dad? Don't you think it's time? I think it's time. You're absolutely right. Well, when is my live action Simpsons movie coming? I don't know that we need that, did, right? No, we need Flintstones, the best live action. You know what I mean? Like, it was. That yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. It was the best live. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. The Simpsons, uh, the, the Flintstones were a primetime animated show in the 60s. <laughs> and then, you know, it was syndicated. And, yeah. So by the time the 90s rolled around, you had a new generation. And they said, let's make a live, and you had had a whole generation that grew up on it, and they said, let's go this level, you know, so I do think there'll be, like, a live action Simpsons, a live action Family Guy movie. But aren't, haven't been around 30 years? It would have happened by now, right? The Simpsons themselves had one movie in in 07, right? I I enjoyed that film, Uh, yeah, Yeah, there was a big bubble, they were in a... Yeah, yeah, it had Albert Brooks as, like, a, a... Schwarzenegger was president. Right, right. It was good. It was like three episodes back to back, but I enjoyed it. Well, you know, it's theatrically. I saw it with my wife. She was pregnant uh, at the time. There's a scene where Bart's naked and they keep covering up his wang. And there's a scene where they explicitly show it. Mm -hmm. But if you watch it on like, uh, I guess, Disney Channel, uh, Disney Plus, they, they still censor that. So the theatrical release showed Bart's penis. Gotcha. Whoa. Slong and dong. Yeah, yeah. Boys. Boys on the boy. <clears throat> the joke was that it was covered up and then he goes, he skateboards past a uh, uh, hedge that has uh, a little line, like, so you could clearly see, like. Uh-huh. So it covers up his whole body, but his penis. Like, it was that kind I of I think humor. I don't remember that because it was a cartoon, right? I would remember that if it was a live action. Well, the live action movie should need <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get arrested for that. All right, well, uh, let's look at those. Speaking of pervs, I'm going to photograph you from my scrapbook. <laughs> so now she's going to drop the bomb. Chris, we're in trouble. We could lose the house. I lost my job. The, the mortgage won't extend the loan. Oh, boy. We're up Shit's Creek, my boy. I blame Clinton. This new Clinton fellow has ruined it for us conservative Republicans in California. There's the dad's face, and you'll see him in the end. So the movie wants us to remember the face, and we never do remember him. Is she a widow? Yes. Oh, man, I didn't cover that? No. No. That's one of the reasons why Munchie, you know, it's a family in trouble. So we wish fulfillment is bring back dead dad. No, no. Uh, we find out because you know this. If you watch this, this if you listen to the show, it's spoiler city. It's yeah. got to be because it's more fun to spoil it. I'm sorry. You go re- ahead and spoil it. You're on the edge of your seat to see what happens at the end of Munchie. It's fine. <laughs> well, we 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 were very hesitant to do this movie. You were so you were so burnt out. We were. Oh, we were yeah. I was burnt and. We we tease this movie and you're like no, enough so, time has passed. Yeah, enough time has passed, so you can re- reveal the ending. It's fine. So in the end, we find out that the guy who requested Munchie go help a family on Earth, it's the dad. So I guess it is heaven because he's in front of Kronos and everyone else. But the thing is, when I first saw this film, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? 
And he was such a pretty boy. I was like, maybe he was the star grown up. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would I even think that? Yeah, why would you think that? Right. So I had to see it again and again, as you know. I saw the movie four times. Congratulations. This is my fifth viewing of this piece of shit. I can't believe it. That's a record. Now I can see in the frame, it's him. The director did not do a good job establishing what he looks like. Yeah, it's so weird that he would have a, a framed photo of his dad's his dead dad's headshot. That's right, it's weird. Now, here's just, another thing that's really great. I mean, we've seen all three Munch, Munchie films, and yes. you can't make me see a fourth. <laughs> says you. End, at the end credits, it says, the Munch will return in Munchie Hangs 10, but it never <gasps> got made. Surfing Munchie movie? Yeah. Cal- a California surfing Munchie movie? I love it. Yes, it would have been great. Go help a young... What am I saying? What am I saying? In concept, it's great, but you would have made me watch it. They would have had a puppet on a surfboard yep, in yep. the ocean. And he would have been helping a surf kid. Yeah, a white surf kid, boy. Right, maybe, Monica, maybe it'll be a girl. Did you see that? Santa Monica Heritage Museum. Yeah, well, you know, Santa Monica is famous for its candles. Uh-huh. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was the pier. It was, it's both, I guess. Yeah. Oh, right. The pier, notorious bad movie location. Which we don't see in this film. It's a good movie. There's a bird there. Oh, never mind. Well, he does do that. They do, he literally says never more. They, they do do that. Corman did the Raven, you know, his famous. Oh, so he's making a nod to himself even. Yeah, it's the second time, right? We had Death Race, we have the Poe right. movies. So now, um, now Carlisle is going to learn the backstory of who Munchie is, just like we did with uh, Laughing Guy, the neighbor last oh time. Oh my God, that's right. We had Laughing Guy. Artie Johnson. Jardy Johnson, right. So this is, he goes, this guy's name is Steve Franken, and he's a good actor. He goes, I'm Professor Graves, M.T. Graves. Oh, M.T. Graves. Yeah, and then he goes, do you get it? <laughs> God I should have played that. I should have oh, played well, that. Can you reenact right. it, Carl? I'll be right back. Check okay. chat. Check the chat. Okay, over. So, Stephen, I'm not telling the audience that the chat says, I got to be. So Stephen Franken, who's playing Professor Graves here, he was in Westworld, which is a favorite movie of mine. I don't mean the series of today, which was fine, but Westworld in 1973 really was a mind blower for people of the concept of a robot that's like a human. He was also an angel in Demons in 2009, which I think is the the um, uh the sequel to that, um, gosh, what is that book called uh, with Tom Hanks? Um, and he was in another film called The Party in 68, which has got some fame to it. But um, but really, those are the extents of his Im- impressive credits. Let's listen to him. There's Munchie going across the Delaware. Power and wealth. That's what Carlisle's interested in. $1,000? That's a little steep, don't you think? He will pay $1,000. Carlisle has no problem. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. He goes, I know your face. You came here when you were a kid looking for yeah. a poison dagger for your third grade teacher. Okay, so we it's just a funny little scene in which he learns about who Munchie is, and especially that he helped men of wealth and power. So now Carlisle's, of course, going to steal Munchie, just like last movie. Do you think uh, M.T. Graves has a son named Shallow? <laughs> and uh, I want you to meet my daughter. I spit on your grave. <laughs> it's good to meet you. I spit on you. Yeah. It's pronounced, I spit on you. <laughs> How'd you get that name? You don't want to know. How'd you get the name I spit on your grave? Well, when I was conceived, they were. Okay, so now what's happening is the a miracle. It's raining money. It's raining dollar bills. This reminds like, me of Ghoulie's Three House. It does. This reminds me of us at the strip club when we make it rain. Oh yeah. Yeah. With, with dollar dollar bills. Monopoly money. Yeah, it's like flittering dollar bills. Where's the neighbor? The neighbor doesn't show up. The neighbor will say, "This money fell in my lawn, and I'm giving it." He goes, "Well, how much is there, Mister Poindexter?" He goes, thirty-eight dollars." Really? They, they did make a hay out of this. God. Yay, thanks. We didn't earn this. I'm doing some stupid punchline. It isn't funny. They literally did not earn this money. Nothing no, is earned in this. But she's so dumb that she, like, is public about it. And the news people come and uh, interview her. Look at this. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, no one's grabbing the money. That's right. Now, this is Tony Naples, and she was the teacher in Munchie, Mrs. Baylock, who walks in on the principal kissing the yes. secretary. Right. Yeah. She was in, she she didn't do well. She was in Death Stalker 2. Then she, in 87, she was in Hard to Die in 90, which I don't know. Then is that Steven Seagal? Hard to Die was? Well, then that's a credit. Yeah. And it sounds like it is three words. Sorority House Massacre, too. Yeah. And then I don't she, know why that. Then she, that was 1990. This is like a mature role for her. It's like, you're not going to get killed. You don't have to take your top that's off. That's right. Interesting. Interesting yeah. how that news report was on my television set, and I watched it. <laughs> Look, he's looking right at the audience. I'm going to get that munchie or my name isn't. He's talking to the kids. He literally yeah. to the kids. That's a great way to go from a scene. Like, we're live outside the studio. Cut to some guy turning off the report. Yeah, that's so TV. I mean, it's so movie, too. I mean, it just serves the plot. But the thing is, um, the fact that he turned to the audience and he goes, I'm going to get that munchie, kids. He said kids to the camera. Really? Yeah. So he, he's so he and there's no one else in the room, right? He was just he there. broke the fourth wall, looked right at us, glasses off. Okay, what basically fuck, we're getting an apology now. Oh, uh, look, you're right. Get, can you get this free money off my lawn? I'm keeping. He goes thirty-eight dollars. God, look at the lighting. It's the middle of the day, and they still well, doing they that. Well, they always like, make her soft. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're sponsored by Coca-Cola and Vaseline. 
Oh, this is good. I can buy a lawnmower. Thirty-eight dollars, and it's all mine. All mine. It's on my property. You lose, you snooze. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. Look at that. He's got a suit a on. Oh yeah. no. Oh, look at his pipe. His pipe. Oh, oh no. boy. Oh no. Oh, he's got a badge. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> you know, he's he was from a the bad Treasury cop. Department. He's from the Treasury Department. T-Man. You know, he got fired and the, the T-Man said, give me your badge and pipe. <laughs> That's right. Leave your badge and pipe. You're on suspension. You're on suspension. Put it on my desk. Here. He goes to Santa Monica Pier and throws his pipe into the ocean. <laughs> Fuck this job. I quit. This is too much stress. Okay, so basically what we're learning is there is a counterfeit, uh, a group of counterfeiters. Uh, th these serial numbers, they haven't been printed by the Mint, okay? So yeah, no, I know. he's going to have to confiscate all the money. It's funny money. downtown for questioning. Jesus Christ, the backlight in the, in the middle of the day of suburbia is, is off-putting. I mean, she's great. I like Leslie Down. Mm-hmm. Was she on like talk shows or game shows or something? Uh, no, the last thing she was in was in 2000. She played Margaret Thatcher in, in this movie, a, a racist movie. Let's see, where is it? Down returned to acting playing British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher in the biographical drama, Ronald. No, Reagan, starring Dennis Quaid. So that's 2020. Uh. So she's still out there. Uh, she was on that soap opera for years. That was her. Yeah, yeah. Thing. She That's, was in, the hooker nurse in Wally, meet Wally Sparks. I guess I told y'all. Yeah, yeah, Wally Sparks. Wally Sparks. Yeah. Now, uh, who should show up just as they leave? But Munchie's up in the thing going, come on in, big boy. I'm waiting for you. And we're going to get oh, Home Alone <laughs> shit right now. Right. So Home Alone was 90, right? 92. So this was after Home Alone. If it was, see, then they directly ripped off. Well, that's like every kid's movie has Home Alone DNA in it. They all but, become wet bandits. But it is very lit, light, mild. Look, he's got a crowbar, and he pretends right. to break into the already open door. <laughs> Lupin he is it, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll put the crowbar here. Squeak, squeak, right. squeak. Look how he's sleeping. Right? I know, He's such so, a comedic actor. Wiley uh, Coyote is more subtle. Chris, is this your crowbar? What's that, Mom? What's that, Mom? I wish for a crowbar, and Munchie made it happen. Goldfish flakes. <laughs> Whoa! I guess I was wrong about that. Guess what, oh. Mike? This is the fourth time or fifth time I've seen this movie, and I didn't ever catch that before. Oh, this... Carl, actually, are you hungry? Would you like, would you care for some nuts? Yes, please. Yeah, here, let me give you the... No, Mike! <laughs> Mike! You better apologize to me, oh, Mike. I'm so, listen, I'm so sorry, buddy. Let's shake on it. Okay. You gotta enjoy Buzzard Michael! Okay, all right. Calm that, Carl, calm down. Here, smell the flower on my lapel. Oh, that will calm you down. Oh, my face is dripping. Okay, now look at this crap. This is, he's going to put firecrackers on Carlisle's butt. What? Yeah. I paid good money for that. 
You this is you see he's lighting the fuse and now oh, like, this is ass. oh my butt will hurt. This is it's a lot cheaper than bleaching your asshole. That's for sure. Damn, damn. Guinness. Oh, the kid has Guinness under his bed. Why is it I, double bed again? I've got a stunt gig for you. What is it? Oh, uh, of course the marbles. This is all alone right here. Right, and he goes down the stairs and doesn't even nope. get hurt. Oh yeah, but we all know. Oh, this this the skate, the skate was like the piece of resistance. Look at the bowling ball. Bowling ball, a bouncing bowling ball. If that was real, he would be dead. His skull would crack. Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe Munchie's keeping him alive just to torment him. Now, Kronos is like you're fucking around again. I mean, you're dropping bowling balls on people's heads. You're fucking around again. He had a bowling ball. He had marbles to go, but that skate was lying there on its own. Look at this acting. Right, yeah, he's great. He was just lying there. He happened to. Yeah, much he didn't put that there. Fire in the butt. Again. Now this will bonk his head. You know. It's a good break. Yeah, there we go. I'm a comedic actor. Damn it. <laughs> Munchie, we're only doing one take of this. God. Look at how he does a good job. His glasses are all crooked. Uh, I got Randa. whipped cream in my face. <laughs> right in the eye. Damn it, I got to go to work. Now, wait, let me put this up because this is for, she's getting electrocuted. Dumbass. So he goes... Munchie goes, oh no, kryptonite potato. What? See the potatoes above his head? Yeah. I'm telling you, I break myself up in moments like this. I Did you hear it? He goes, potatoes are. Kryptonite potatoes. Now he's knocked out. Carl, what just happened? What did he press and make those potatoes fall on his head? I don't know how it sprung loose, but kryptonite, I think he threw something. I'm not sure. No, he clicked, he clicked the wall switch. And the potatoes fell? Yeah, Look, the, the kryptonite potato. Is this your crowbar? It's like someone used a crowbar to open an unlocked door. <laughs> now, Carlisle will come out uh, and they will begin it. to chase him. And when they do, they leave the house wide open. And buckets of extra. It's the bank's problem at this point. Right. Right. It is. You're right. So she's like, recently I lost my job. And she goes, well, don't worry, ma'am. I actually happen to also be the love interest. Really? I was going to say. Yep. That's what they're yeah. doing. Now, it'll only be implied. They'll never, like, you know. I've got your much. racing to an end now. We're go we're really? about to hear our Act Three chase. I kind of enjoying this movie. I don't want it to end. Oh wow! Okay, I'm going to remind you. You said that. Yeah. Oh, get out of my way! I've got a bag. <laughs> now there's no like Carlisle. You, that's my boss. There's none of that. Yeah. So they're like, he's like, they've got Munchie and. The mom's like, who are you fucking talking about? And she's like, who cares? Let's go. Now, was that a right car for Carlisle? 
right? That was a pretty crappy car. Uh, yeah. Well, that's his getaway car, you know. He hijacked, he carjacked the car, and then uh, he he broke into a car, hotwired it. I should say. I don't think he did. He, I think that was supposed to be his car. He showed up in uh, it. Look at the Death Race 2000 shot yeah. that we saw earlier. I know it's weird. Uh, <laughs> how'd you get out of that plastic bag? Now, the internet claims that this is edited from Little Miss Millions' car chase end scene, but I went to Little Miss Millions, fast-forwarded, and I do not find this either, so... Weird. Now, you can kind of tell it's a stuntman with just some prop in the back that's flopping around. <laughs> they, they said, okay, puppeteer, just leave the puppet here. But and it did. It just bounces and flops. Every time they go to the sun and take a look at the back seat, you'll see it's boing, bouncing. See that see, bumpy head? We just saw this scene. Him driving perfectly. Well, like this. it is the same death race footage, but no, this is its own. I guess. But they, I mean, I think they, I think they repeated the sequence. Yeah, I think so. Now, we find out, first of all, you can call him by his first name. That's the first love interest barrier yeah. broken. And then he reveals to the kid that he knew Munchie when he was a kid. Interesting. What yeah. movie? Also, have you noticed that she's ripping onto the seatbelt? Like she's never in she England. She doesn't we wear it. Well, just when we get back to the mom. Okay. Leslie and down is like whole, ripping onto her seatbelts. Won't that wreck there? She, yeah, I so saw she let yeah, it go. Yeah, she just let go of it. Wouldn't that make the click go away? You know, the if she takes oh, okay. it loose when it. Well, it's bad form. As someone who never drives and sits in the passenger seat, you know, if you're gripping onto your seatbelt, it means you're nervous about the person driving. Ah, that's, I see. It's a movie trick, it's a mood conveyor. Okay, so the cops are now part of the chase because they drove by. And just to be a stereotypical movie, the guy flung a donut into the backseat. <laughs> Is he Irish? <laughs> oh, well, kids get that joke. That's Death Race 2000, right? See how yeah, yeah. It didn't have the line in the middle of the road. Oh, so Munchie could escape out all this dumbass. <laughs> what we were finding out is that Munchie was controlling the car. He's not, look, I've lost the steering. I'm a comedic actor. Now, oh, look, a fruit stand. What's okay. the fuck is a fruit stand? You taught me the there. rule. It's going to land on its feet. It's going to land on its feet. Boom, boom. Well, that's a big landing. But he's fine. He's fine. The, the wheels hit the ground. He can roll. The car works, too. What a horrible crash that was, right, Mike? You just noted it yourself. I mean, it bounced like it was on a trampoline. Look, I'm How a character. Where did they get that fruit stand? Honestly, Carl, I've never seen a movie where there's a fruit stand off the freeway. Well, as you know, I'm from L.A., and believe me, that fruit stand has always been there. Oh, on the five? Look at this. Way too big. Way too big. Chuck Norris explosion. Mike, have you no. seen a car explosion in your life? I have. Yeah, when? Was this in Walker State College? No, this was in, like, Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Uh, what was it the, like? It was, there was, it, it was terrible. There was a pop and a, you know, but it was right under where the gas tank was. Horrible smoke, horrible smoke. But I'm saying when the explosion happened, the pop itself, you didn't even see flame. I mean, we, it was under... 
The gas tank. Oh, right. It was like a, a RNG. It wasn't even a flash. It was, I don't know. Okay, so now the cops are like, you harassed my wife and fired her. Really? So he's getting his just desserts. And the love interest is like, don't worry. If your friend was anything like mine, I'm sure he got out in time. So he did get hit on the head with a bowling ball. He did fall on the ground. But a half hour later, he's just covered with cream. That's the only, like, uh, collateral damage. That's right. And the steering wheel stuck to his hand. <laughs> that cream was on his fucking face for, like, the whole car chase. Con Thank you, continuity person. Yeah, right. You're doing a great job in this movie. How about a bump on the head, huh? Oh, look at that. You know, if you open up that photo, on the other side is his credits. <laughs> That's right. He's such a pretty boy, and you'll see at the end. So now he's like, oh, munchy, munchy, munch. Oh, it's the Munchie Show. Oh, that's another 80s thing, making a 50s sitcom. Right. Well, he's like, it's the Munchie Show starring me, Munchie, and tonight's special guest is, you guessed it, me, Munchie. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, God, so this is like a Carson parody? I guess. But it's basically him. He's come back to say goodbye. And he's like, shot on Geraldo. What do you think? Geraldo. Visiting our old friend Carlisle in jail. They finally had a move to the cycle ward. <laughs> he, does, he does not sound like Howard Hessen. He doesn't even look, Dom DeLuise was great. Howard Hessen yeah. does not have the right voice. It's not interesting enough. No, he a has a great voice. I I I disagree. Howard Hessen has one of those unique voices. You can totally it tell is. his voice. Yes, you can totally. That's Dr. Johnny Fever. It is. Yeah. But, okay, okay, I, I guess it's a matter of opinion. I just think uh, Dom DeLuise crushed it. He had the crushed right it. voice and accent and everything. Oh, yeah, and just the right spirit to this silly movie. You know, like, right. he just, yeah. When, but when Munchie's laughing as Dom DeLuise, I was believing it. When it's Johnny, Dr. Johnny Fever, it's like a fake laugh. I don't know, I don't know. So, yeah. Bye, Munchie. Bye, Munchie. He goes, you can't leave now. The money was counterfeit. And he goes, no, but I got your mom a new job and maybe a new stepfather. <laughs> and then he goes back to heaven. It's the same fucking celebrities? I think yeah. they're there on purpose. Well, it was the same day they shot both scenes. It had to be, right? Do you think, like, Kronos, like, hey, Kronos, can we hang out and watch you tell losers to fuck off? Oh, there's the dad. There's the dad. That dimple. He's handsome. Right, and when you first see this film, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Because they didn't emphasize it enough in the picture. <laughs> they could have had a flashback, right? God, what a puppeteer cheats throughout this entire movie. I just happened to sit on this giant chair. <laughs> Why don't... So they're like, okay, we're not sending you to the most boring place in the... Uh, universe, but we're not convinced yet. So you got to help one more person. Bill Clinton. Ah, uh, uh, holy shit. Uh -huh. God, look how young he is. That. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have those cool cheeks. You ever see the president now with his cool yes. cheeks? Yeah. Well, because as a rich person, the doctor said, look, you got to lose weight or you're going to die. And so he, like, got a staff of people and said, fucking just hold me down. If I'm going <laughs> for the bridge, just hold me down. And he Andrew Stevens. Great life. I want to give it up to Andrew Stevens Whoa. for Jack Trippering this movie. 
face mask. All right, Carl. Yeah. Gosh, there's Elvis. I know there's a final scene, so I will ask you this quickly. What did you think of this movie? I thought this movie was terrible. I enjoyed it for your <sighs> film, right? It, it's yeah. the end. Of, it's the trilogy. Uh, yes, we did it. Yeah. Oh, did you see the listing? I have to say that one of the band members was Fred Olin Ray, who is a prolifically bad movie director. He does ah. all those like Skinamax movies. He, he has a, you know, he still cranks them out. He's probably best for uh, like Evil Tunes, which is like uh, Roger Rabbit, who uh, I don't know. These these cartoons show up and like have sex with women. Oh, well, that can happen. Yeah. So he's in the band. So you've seen this movie five times and you really liked it. Uh, either you know, either four or five, and this was my fifth or sixth. I forget, but uh, it was uh, I don't know. It was badly done, and it's a terrible. I mean, they tried, they tried, and it was made for kids. And it's Corman, and so the thing is, you know what you're getting with Corman. You're getting a I don't fucking care, but I kind of do care. I want you to like me as a B movie person, so I'm gonna throw in some fun stuff for you. But pretty much, I'm just trying to get through it. I liked I liked the Death Rate 2000 scene. I thought that was a nice touch for yeah. just, you know, we're obviously watching Corman movies. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason why we're watching this. And, uh, and so it's a nice little nod. Yeah, but it's a piece of shit movie. Whew. Yeah, my opinion. Swing Batter, lyrics by the director. You make me Whoa. hungry. That was a great song. Performed by Mr. Moderation. Uh, it's that yeah. Bob Sheridan one. He's the guy who's like all over movies uh doing the music yeah bob sheraton well they probably have him in a, in a room come on madam sola reader and advisor he's he's fortune teller to my pal rj there's a spiritual advisor on this film credit i've never seen that before well it's probably like the director's wife he's like i'm not paying for this anymore we'll build it into the budget because i'm going to her yeah, right. I'm she gets there. me. She gets me. Uh, last time I went to a fortune teller, Carl, I sat down there and she took out a deck of cards and she started making columns. And I'm like, are you playing solitaire? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'm the receptionist. The Munch will return. Uh, Munchie hangs in. And then uh, Munchie strikes back. Classic. I don't know if that joke is good enough to steal, though. Uh, no, no, I use that joke. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah. what? We're 3,000 miles yeah, apart. Oh, here, Okay, right, here it comes. Post scene. My baby. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We are done with Munchie movies. Maybe <laughs> never fucking watch yeah. Munchie. Hey, Munchies, yeah. Munchie, Munchie strikes back. We're done. We're Thank done, Carl. God. Thank well, God. But the show keeps going. Uh, we will be back next Sunday. Our show will drop on the uh, podcast feed. By the way, I hope you subscribed. Obviously, at the end of the show, maybe you have. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is our podcast name. Carl, we'll be back next week. We've completed the Munchies trilogy. Yes. And we talked about this on the show. And there's another quote-unquote trilogy that we've talked about. Right. Our our favorite direct, director, because with the N, his last name was the N, too. I don't even remember. <laughs> he's not a good director. That's why he's your favorite. Can't even well, remember his name. That makes him I your favorite. I remember his movies. We watched two of them. There's King of the Mountain about uh, racing down Mulholland Drive. And he also made Las Vegas Lady, Las which Vegas doesn't, take, Lady. Place. doesn't yeah. take place in Mulholland Drive. 
but that was with Stella Stevens. And he had a long career making TV movies, but those two were one of his rare theatrically released films. And next week, we're going to watch a third uh, theatrically released film from him from 1979. We're going to be watching the bowling oh, epic. Yeah. Dreamer. <laughs> Great. Too generic. So uh, there is a trailer, Dreamer 1979 trailer, and it's called Night of the Trailers. But there's right. two of them. Let so me see. Uh, does it, it looks like it matters. So pick the first one, which is Night of the Trailers, which has 1,000 views, 1K views, and it says two years ago. It's two minutes and 17. Okay, I see it. By the way, this is not the Dreamers or Dreamer. Or right, it's not. The, dreamer. There's a lot of movies like that. You have to put in Dreamer 1979 trailer, and you All will right. get to... Night of the Trailers is our channel. One, okay. Two minutes, 17. Gotcha. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go, go ahead, ahead and pause it if you want to watch the trailer with us. We'll put, we'll crank up the sound on this. Now uh, I have a comedian from New Jersey. To, are you doing the sound? Sure. Okay. It's, it's just putting my phone in, on my headset. All right. Okay. And in three, two, one, go. After three days of grueling competition, grueling championship match, first the company of 27 year old Ricky Harold Nottingham, the new place in professional bowling, will be trying to unseat. Now he's from Animal House. Tim Matheson. Right. Well, Animal House was 78, and this is 79. You just knocked over those pins. Oh, that's a strike. <laughs> That's your first strike, buddy. Look, Tim, I arranged all these pins. Crash! Hey! Hey! That's a strike! Hey, Carl, check out my bowling ball. Oh, cool. What you doing? Don't roll. Give it back. Why is it... Spare me! Now, I've seen this film, and it is bland. It is bland. It is? You're going to well, love it. Land movies are the best films to riff, right? Okay. Not comedy. Yes. Jack Gordon. This Jack Gordon is in this, and he is the uh, Rocky, uh, uh, you know, Rock. You didn't even see that coming. He's going to put you out there. Roll the ball. Stop getting your ball in the gutter there, Dreamer. So he's our Burgess Meredith. And these are our insulting, and that's a real bowler right there, and he's famous, and uh, it's a big deal that he's in the movie. Oh, I love 70s bowling. Did you ever watch, like, Bowling for Dollars or Celebrity Bowling? I Yes, I unfortunately have seen full episodes of both those stupid-ass shows. If you could go, if I could go back and do something else with my life, I would. <laughs> no, no. Carl, it's on Tubi. It's on a streaming service. Celebrity Bowling. I watched a couple episodes. What to avoid? What to avoid? So uh, you can see he freezes time to prevent the other guy from winning. Ah, uh, Tim Matheson. Can't read the. the Susan Berkeley. You'll know her from. Oh, what was her show? Well, I'll tell you during the episode, of course. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get into the. Awesome world in 1970s professional bowling. With yeah. Our next film, Dreamer. Not to be confused with Kingpin. Right. Uh, but or, yeah. Or, or, 
or the big Lebowski. Yeah, that's probably the bowling movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, these kids today, they're like Big Lebowski this and Kingpin that. Back in my day, we had Dreamer. Yeah, that's right. Nobody was like Dreamer this, Dreamer that. Did you avoid Dreamer? No, I saw it. Oh, I saw it. All right. Well, all right. So there's something that's exciting. I hope you guys uh, can, can stand the wait of seven days before we watch Dreamer on next week's show. Unless uh, they're Carl. podcasting, unless they're podcasting and it's the future and they just go to the next movie. Yeah, right. Well, we hope we hope it was a good show. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out next Sunday. Carl, thank you so much. What a pleasure. Thank you for thank watching you. this movie five times. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I bet. All right, uh, audience, thank you guys so much. We, uh, and of course, Mutiny Radio, our heroes. Uh, there might be a live show after hours if you're streaming us right now. So just keep Keep, uh, don't change that dial, and uh, we'll see you next time. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L W A F L M N O Y T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. It's it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, my turn off, sir, guys. You say mutiny. Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Yep, yep, it's Bug Out Square. It's, uh, it's, let's just pretend it's Tuesday. It's, uh, six o'clock. I'm glad you're, uh, able to, uh, hear this. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug Out Square, I got, um, oh, I got a bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of really good records. No real good theme. I just, uh, just kind of what I felt today, you know? It's like what, uh, the uh, situation around me and um, what I've experienced uh, guided my hands as I as I picked the records. So uh, stay tuned. It's uh, guaranteed a good two hours. I hope uh, all is well. It's been um, it's been hard for a lot of folks, uh, most folks, but harder uh, for some. And those of you who, uh, well, anybody who's here, I, I'm. I'm bringing the love so let's just 
Let's just start there. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river, some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother, his brother and, sister and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
in store Should I phone once more No, it's best that I stick to my tune I get along without you very well Of course I do 
perhaps in spring But I should never think of spring For that would surely break my heart Into
Angela.